everybody, welcome to Save Your Sorry, the podcast where we talk about the rise and fall of your favorite or rather least favorite celebrities. I am your host, Katrina Rochelle, here with my best friend and fellow co-host, Jose Angel. How are you today? So good. So good to be recording again. I know. I We didn't want to go into it, but we did we did break up for a week, but we're back. You know. <laughs> we're back to being besties, you know, had to work up that contract dispute. That's funny. <laughs> so um, today we're going to our regular roles. You're going to tell us about somebody. I'm going to do my oohs and ahs. So who are we talking about today? Okay, I'm going to say it. Today okay. we're doing something a little different. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's more of how did we get here to this point that we are now? How did we get here? Okay. How did to, we get here? How did we get here? Today, we are talking about Andrew Tate or Cobra Tate. I've seen him called both. Do you know who Andrew Tate is? Okay. First of all, Cobra Tate. Ugh. <laughs> uh, no, I have. Okay. So here's the thing. I don't know who that man is, but... Um, in the last two to three days, he's been all over my YouTube page. So I know he's a man with a mic, one of the dangerous men with a mic. That's all I know. I, I, I've I never watched this man. Yeah, it's like you said, he's been blowing up on TikTok and YouTube. and Which means he's, he's terrible. He's everywhere now. So that's why I want to see how we get to this point where he's everywhere. He's and a plant. Maybe. And really, it's about his misogynistic views, which we were discussed towards the end. But he's really the flavor of the month for the manosphere or like the alpha male circles. Yep, because it was the uh, the duo Fresh and Fit a, a while ago. I they they cycle in these jerks in and out. Yeah, I guess you can say he's self help, but for men who are into toxic masculinity, he's self sabotage. <laughs> like with most self-help the problem i have with it is that it's so superficial and shallow he's just giving these dating and get rich sayings and it's just bullshit it's funny seeing someone like rachel hollis who had built her brand up as a relatable girl <laughs> and girl boss. yeah i'm just like you for a primary female audience well andrew seems to be building his brand with uh i'm so much better than you i'm rich i'm strong i have all these cars and you wish you could live my life. And if you listen to me, this is how you can do it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a little different, but it's interesting. All right. I guess we'll see how interesting. <laughs> Andrew Tate was born December 14th, 1986, making him a Sagittarius. Ha-ha! <laughs> he didn't get us. No <laughs> I was. I, saw, I heard you say December. I was dazed as <laughs> His real name is Emery Andrew Tate III. He says he was born two weeks overdue, and when he was born, he did not cry. Even as the doctor tried to pinch his thigh, he would not cry. Andrew said he never learned to cry for attention, not even if he was hungry or from discomfort, just grunt. And Who it's like, told you these stories? <laughs> this is from him. He wrote yes, it. <laughs> I, didn't hear you. I, I don't think your, your mother told these stories. I, I don't believe that you weren't crying. Yeah, You're it's a like, fucking baby, yeah, Andrew. Yeah, you were a baby. In your high chair, just <laughs> you weren't crying, you were just grunting. 
I'm throwing. Let me stop. Let me not joke with Roe v. Wade. <laughs> I said, if my baby grunting, I'm throwing that thing away. <laughs> I don't know why I was reading that little bio of his, and he just wrote it, and it's like, what's the point of lying? All babies cry. It's just when you know. I feel like these people are trolling as well as they're equally trolling as much as they are serious because they say these outlandish things and these outlandish backstories as a way to boost their persona because people won't believe that, but people also would. So it's just like, I'm going to say this and it's like, can you really dispute me? That is true. And a lot of people have said maybe he's playing a character, playing it up, which is a possibility. But you're still, if he's doing what you're saying he's doing and he's not identifying it as a character or persona, all you're doing is putting dangerous information out there and just being a douchebag. So honestly, it don't even matter if it were a character. You act yeah. like it's real and that's your real experience and how you direct and guide men. His father, Emery, was in the United States Air Force, but his main thing was chess. He won the United States Armed Forces Chess Championship six times and the Indiana State Championship six times. Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> for a little while, they lived in Indiana. I don't know for how long. Emery never made it to Grandmaster, but he was an international master, which is like one step below. So after Emery left the Air Force, besides chess, he was just working minimum wage jobs. And soon his family was expanding with, the, with Andrew's younger brother, Tristan, and younger sister. I saw Tristan and Andrew talk, and they said sometimes his dad would have to sleep in his car so he would go to these chess tournaments. Mm, he must have really loved it. So the family was struggling, and they decided to move to England. This was around the time Andrew was 8-ish, 9-ish. The timeline's a little fuzzy, but it was without his dad who had cheated on their mom. Oh my gosh, with one of them chess bitches. <laughs> <laughs> one of them smart bitches. His, his parents would later divorce, but there is a little story about this. He says he was living in England, and he hadn't seen his father in about a year. And he said after this, he would only see his father, like, maybe once a year. But his, his father's finally coming to visit. So his mom has them get haircuts, and they mess up Andrew's hair. Andrew says when his father comes in, his mother tells him, oh, they messed up his hair. And Andrew tells him they messed up his hair, pretty much repeating what his mom said. And this sends Emery into a rage. He starts yelling at Andrew's mom, saying she's raising the boys like girls, and they're talking about their hair. And it gets to the point that Andrew's mom calls the police and to get Emery taken out of the house. Emery leaves, but soon messages Andrew's mom. Andrew says messages. I don't know if he was messaging her. It's 1996, so... I don't yeah, know if messaging well, was a common thing. Maybe calls her. But Andrew says he messages and says, quote, look, I want to see my boys. I don't want to come to the house. I don't want to see you, bitch. I want to see my sons. So she puts them in a cab and his father takes Andrew to the barber shop to get his hair shaved bald and give him this speech on how when he becomes a man, no one is going to care about his hair. They're going to care if he's big and strong and interesting and smart. And any man who needs hair to be attractive to females has no substance. Okay, this story is 100% <laughs> fake. I just needed you to get to a point where I knew that I I would feel good about saying that. So, yeah, that shit was fucking fake. 
the, he could have cheated. They could have been in England. That was a terrible accent. No, but that shit was fake. Because you're, I, I think I seen a picture of this nigga's bald now. Okay. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Andrew Emery. That, that story just pissed me off. Because I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. That's kind of weird. That's kind of, hmm, hmm. Okay, nobody gives a fuck about you. And, and what kills me in this fake ass story is you you telling us that he message called your mom, uh, calling your mom a bitch, and obviously and then got your hair cut and said this inspiring story because that's that's how you're speaking, and I feel like he's framing it as this was a a a, a, a memory that of which he has now lived his life on. So, yes. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're dumb. Fuck you and your bald ass head and fuck no stupid ass story. Okay. I've seen Andrew tell the story at least three times to explain his baldness and why he shaves his head. My father verbally abused me and my family. He then had to be escorted away from us and then verbally abused my mother again, but he shaved my head and gave me a story, and that shit changed me forever. And because he said those words, you too should not give a fuck about your ugly egg-shaped ass head. Yeah, the part of the story that his mom had to call the cops and his dad was calling his mom a bitch, it's just little side details. The main point is his dad's a hero, and he gave him this huge life lesson. And if you're saying he's misogynistic... He has misogynistic thoughts or values or whatever rhetoric, and then he's already like uh, putting his his father on the pedestal with this story. You obviously know that this you got you got mom and daddy issues. It's okay, Andrew. Go. Yeah, there. and I've seen yonder pictures of Andrew. He had hair. His brother Tristan looks like he had a hair transplant, and Emery, the pictures of him, he was balding. <laughs> But he didn't get that story, so he's trying to he's trying to reverse the clock. He said, "Andrew, I didn't get that story, so I'm gonna need five k to have them take some hair from the back of my head." It it just shows how like insecure he really is. Like he might be strong and buff and all that, but he's so insecure about his hair, he has to make up the story. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We even like, I haven't even let you get far in the story. I'm already pissed. I told you this one would be a shit talking one, just because that was another reason why I couldn't like get it out because I would watch a two second clip and I'd be like, I can't watch this. My my mind is going numb. Your mind is going numb. <laughs> <laughs> Something Andrew Tate is really good is at selling himself. So I don't know how much when we're seeing these stories is true and how much is exaggerated. Okay. Just keep that in mind with anything and everything I have told you or I will tell you about him. Growing up in England, he said him and his brother were teased for their American accents. Andrew never had to get into fights because he learned to talk smarter than the bullies. Tristan beat up a school bully and Wait, the bullies, he did what? He, he talked, talked smarter. smarter. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Tristan beat up the school bully, and the bully's mother came over and thanked them for putting her son in his place. <laughs> Andrew's mother put them into self-defense class, and that sort of led him to his future career. 
So at 17, Andrew starts kickboxing, and he was pretty good at it. In 2009, he wins the title at the International Sports Karate Association for Full Contact Cruiserweight Championship. In 2013, he wins a second championship. His record is 28 wins and 9 losses, and overall has 4 championships. So, pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Impressive for those lies. <laughs> In 2016, Andrew joins the UK version of Big Brother. Oh, okay. And he is on there for seven days until he was removed without really any explanation. Oh, okay. I vaguely heard about a house guest like this, but I didn't know who the fuck they were. Okay. (laughs) I like that I'm getting some Big Brother lore. (laughs) Yeah. It was later discovered that he was removed because a video of him and a woman appeared online. He's laying in bed with the woman, and he tells her to tell the camera he beats her when she doesn't do as he says. The woman says, he beats me when I don't listen, not saying the quote correctly. So he slaps her in the face, pulls her by the hair, and hits her with a belt. All right. Avi, it looks like abuse. And some people would argue that's what it is. Andrew says they edited out the lapping in the video, and it was a felt belt that made noise but didn't hurt. Who edited out the laughing? The Sun, the newspaper, The Sun, who released the video, edited out the end, the laughing, and the ending where she jokingly hit him with the belt. Andrew has never released an unedited version, so we are kind of just have to take his word for it. Did this woman ever appear? Yes. Another thing in Andrew's defense is a woman who claims to be the woman in the video posted a short clip on Andrew's Facebook page. She says Uh. that she was Andrew's ex-girlfriend and that it was just a game they played and it was a huge misunderstanding. But she posted this on Andrew's? Yes, it was on his page. Facebook, and you said, okay, allegedly... It wasn't confirmed if that was the woman who was in the tape? Uh, the tape is kind of grainy. It, it, kind of, it does look like her, though. It does look like her. So if this was a consensual thing, can we really hold it against him? It, it doesn't. It didn't really come out if it was consensual or not. Yeah, like... You put a video out on the, the, the man's channel? You didn't come out and speak out? For, I don't know. I don't know. Seems weird. Seems weird. It is weird. Another thing that I saw Andrew say was Big Brother had to get rid of him because he had this big plan and they were afraid like he was going to win too good or something. Okay, first of all, yes. Do producers on Big Brother sometimes lean into things and make things happen? Absolutely. But if you were only there for seven fucking days, they didn't have time to officially um plot to get you out because they want to see how the public opinion feels about you as well um so if you really were a good gamer they i mean they want that yeah Uh, you were a shitty person and your shit got leaked and i think it's telling how uh you don't know how this video got leaked and it's a grainy video and then the woman makes a response on your page not like to the sun or a different newspaper or her own page, which granted, I understand. You don't want to put your... L- I, I don't want to be seen with Andrew Tate either. I want to be associated with that motherfucker. Why would I put my own business out there? But not even like an anonymous statement through a lawyer, nothing. It's on his Facebook page. First of all, what the fuck is... 
statements on Facebook pages? What the fuck are we? We're not in high school no more. <laughs> and to be I fair, mean, this was 2016. You might as well put out an Instagram a release. <laughs> I, I think that was... I, I and Andrew's just not that big of a star at this point. He's just someone who appeared on Big Brother. Even still, I think a response video saying that it was a joke and that it wasn't what it was. Uh, if it truly was um, a joke and on, Andrew could be 100% exonerated of, as looking like an abuser, it could have been spoken out against in a better way. Because even if he's not a big star, when you're on Big Brother, you're on TV and that will follow you as your reputation. But I guess he some, somehow bounced back from it. Yeah, this video, now that he's more popular, keeps resurfacing and everyone's going to say it's consensual, you know. But you don't, we truly do not know that. And it's weird that even you had a video, jokingly or not, where you're going to do this whole oh, role play beats me, BDS, BS, uh, what, what the, whatever the fuck it is. BDSM, yes. I don't know. So I just, that feels weird. Um, not weird. It feels abusive. Um, feels like you're trying to hide your past. Uh, you lie. So you're untrustworthy. This so, woman, I've seen, I've stumbled across a few videos of him and her together. And I don't know if it's like just, a, well, there's a long version. These are like the edited down ones. But in the first two I saw, she is, it's just, it's, it's pretty much the same video. And the third one I saw, she does say, well, you just see her back and her hair. And she says, hit me harder. And he's like, hit you harder. The last time I did that, they thought I was beating you or something. And that's just a clip. Maybe stop putting your 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 shit, your freaky deaky shit on video. Maybe so it, it doesn't have to be dissected and put on blast. Maybe you should just keep that side of your life private, man, if it is what it is. There is another video online where he's telling a different woman to show the camera her bruises. He then says he has an idea and he grabs a belt. And the woman, like, you just see the camera, like, move real fast. But the woman locks herself in the restroom and he tries to, like, open the door and he's, like, he says... That's right. Lock the door because you knew I was going to beat the shit out of you and that she has to come out eventually. I didn't see a rebuttal for that video. And that one's less talked about. It's it's just it's weird. It seems like somebody got a hold of your secret um, stash and leaked it in. I, I don't know. Yeah. Who, I, I, how I did these videos he, come out? I think out it is what, what it is. Know. Because we can sit here and talk in circles all day about, is it, it's weird, it's great matter. I'm going to be out here. We can say allegedly, but the alleged proof that you're giving me is showing me that this man was a secret abuser whose who stuff got leaked. But he has apparently been charismatic enough to go on past some of these allegations and rise in um, the environment that breeds that type of contempt and hate for women and um dating and the like or yeah whatever. it's a really toxic He's flourished in that it's a really toxic thing when you look at these this manosphere these red pill guys who really think that they can control these women and do whatever they want because women are like an object to them Mm-mm-mm. That is, uh, yeah, it just seems like he's 
he's a, like a low-key secret abuser and ain't nobody really pressed him or took his opportunities away or any deals or branding or and he's just gathered a fan base of um ignorant sheep because I, they just hear some of this stuff as well as just what you're doing in the videos. It doesn't make sense to do it. Even as a character, even if it's just like a role play situation, I, I don't see it. Well, let's keep going. Let's see if any of this changes your mind or enforces it. A lot. In 2017, during the peak of the Me Too movement, Andrew tweets out, quote, sexual harassment is disgusting and inexcusable. However, a man looking at you or whistling at you or asking your name isn't harassment. He follows it up with, this belief does discredit as a whole. Stick to serious definitions and stop pretending normal male behavior is rape. And then talking about Harvey Weinstein, he says, secondly, Harvey creep, obviously, but women have been exchanging sex for opportunity for a very long time. Some that did this weren't abused. Of course, they would say they were abused. However, at the time, it was a simple exchange. They partook in voluntarily. Not all, but some. It continues on. Next point, if you put yourself in a position to be raped, you must be you must bear some responsibility. <laughs> I'm not saying it's okay you got raped. No woman should be abused, regardless. However, with sexual assault, they want to put zero blame on the victim whatsoever. If you meet a guy, take his drinks all night, go to his apartment drunk, start to kiss him, then he grabs your tits, not harassment. If I left a million dollars outside my front door when it had stolen, people would say, why was it there? Irresponsible. Take some responsibility. This zero blame game is damaging to females, calls as a whole. Protect yourself. Oh, are you done? He's yeah. a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. You, so. you said nothing. You contradicted yourself. So you think sexual assault is okay. And you think, you basically think sexual assault slash rape are excusable. That's what you're saying. You keep starting sentences with he or he, not saying you. Not me. I was, I was <laughs> reading his motherfucking Jose. <laughs> but no, Andrew keeps starting these sentences with um, sexual assault is not good. It, you're terrible if you do it. Rape is not good. It's bad. But, but, but. Yeah, there's however, but. regardless, all through that. And he keeps moving the ball where he's mm -hmm. saying. He's doing too many different conversations in one thing. And that's how he always talks. And that's why we're. He's like, well, let me finish. What about this analogy here? And it's like, women aren't bad some money left outside. That's different. Like, let's stay focused. And even if it is, you have to think about, okay, so somebody what, what, uh, somebody who has a lot of money on, on a bank card is in front of me or was in front of me and drops their bank card. I see it. I'm there. If I pick up the bank card and decide to use it, that's my fault. That was the, I am responsible for the consequences that come with that because it doesn't matter if the bank card was left, if it was lost, if it fell out, you chose to involve yourself. You chose the actions. You did that. 
Yeah. So th- you, there is no excuse for rape or sexual assault. It doesn't matter if they, it, and for you to keep saying it and excuse these <laughs> and excuse it at the same time, it's not okay. But if you do this, it's, it was still your fault. It just shows you, he just, he just doesn't like women or he feels like he's entitled to women and everything that comes with that. And he's he's just sick. And now that I know that he's he could be an actual like a, abuser, him saying this puts even more power between uh, power behind his words because it shows that he does his his words have actions. He's done some of the things that he's trying to slash excuse, not excuse. Mm-hmm. It, it's possible he could have done because it seems like you're building in excuses for if something were to happen with your name. Exactly. Around this time, he re- he moves to Romania and says 40% of the reason he moved there is because of the Me Too movement. He says the Me Too movement didn't empower women, but made men into targets, where women can just accuse men because they had sex and didn't touch back, and now they're mad. And in Eastern Europe, you need more proof to prove rape. I saw on Wikipedia and some other articles say that when Tate left to Romania, he had 11 cases of sexual assault by the British police. This is just alleged, and I could not find any more info out there, but it is reported a lot of a lot of different articles. But, you know, sometimes they just report the same thing that the other one reported. Can you not get extradited in Romania? Is that what they're saying? Like he went there to be protected. Like if he were convicted, he couldn't be uh, a lot of what taken Tate, and prosecuted for his crimes. I I know nothing of Romania. I just know what pretty much what Andrew Tate is saying, and what oh. he's saying is that it's harder to prove rape there because the pretty much you need like CCTV footage or something. That's what he says, and mm-hmm. he's saying that over there he can pretty much pay off the authorities. Oh. That sounds terrible. Um, <laughs> if you don't want people to think that you take advantage of women and the law, I wouldn't say things like that because then people are going to think that you take advantage of women in the law. So I think what he said speaks for itself. I'm not going to implicate anything. I've already said what I think he could be and what I think he is. But if you said that you move one, like, 40% of the, of the biggest, reason. Yeah, and, and 40% is such a weird-ass number. Whatever the fuck. Because you didn't say what the rest of the... Re- Did he say what the rest of the percentage was breakdown for why he re- moved to Romania? Because uh, then I'm, 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 I'm going to believe that it was most not 40%. You just wanted to put a low-ass number that wasn't half. But I digress. Um, when you say that you moved to Romania in part because of the laws and regulations they have around sexual assault and you have sexual assault allegations in your past. Um, That's just going to hit your reputation as somebody who could be a potential abuser um, and dangerous to women. So it just speaks for itself. Um, He could be innocent. He could have no cases. The cases could be ruled where he's innocent. Um, and he, there was no wrongdoing, but it's all about how you, um, act and react to things and his reaction as well as his words just show 
him as somebody you don't want to be around alone in a room with. No. Definitely if you're not. not a man. Yeah, I really want to know how many of his fans are teenagers and I know <laughs> I don't want to blame it just on teenagers because I know there's a and lot of men out there that hate women. Geez. There's a ton of them. And this whole manosphere thing you said is I've been hearing that word so much in the last few years, so much more. And it's like you have the people in that realm and then you have the people who are trying to fight that realm. And then you have the people who are so anti against the manosphere that they end up being a contradiction within themselves. It's just like so many is so many facets of this. And it's just all messy. Everybody needs help. Leave all the spheres. <laughs> let's just try to get the universe let's just try to get the universe together let's try not to die you know make the earth a fucking fiery rock or some shit let's try to get that together Andrew and his brother Tristan soon start a webcam business and this is how Andrew earned his money I'm not sure when it started but the business is get women put them on camera for $4 a minute when the business first started Andrew's job was to get women to fall in love with him he would take her on a few dates, sleep with her, test if she is quality, make her fall in love, and do everything and anything he says. He was dating four girls at a time and pretty much got it down to his science. Mm -hmm. What to say, what to text, what to do. He claims now, currently, he has 75 girls working for him. Over 50% 50 were his girlfriends and none of them were in the adult entertainment industry before he met them. And I just want to put this statistic out there. According to Polaris Project, 39% of people that are sex trafficked were recruited by an intimate partner. And in my opinion, that is what is happening here. I've seen some of these women have his name tattooed on them. And in one clip, he says he has 22 women who have his name tattooed on them. I know people are going to argue this is all consensual and some incels out there are going to be like, he's so badass, but this is like cult making or, I mean, it is to me literally sex trafficking. I mean, cause the consent is what blurs it, I guess, with these women at least willingly entering the relationship with him and having sex with him. It's the whole guiding you into a whole different lifestyle that's very blurry, where I feel like maybe I couldn't for sure agree that it's sex trafficking. But yeah, I don't know. But it's definitely, uh, what's the other thing you said? I don't I'm so know. lost in how fucked up this whole story is. It's just, it's just a fucking lot. It's just, Oh, yeah, cult. Yes, it's very, very much cult behavior. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, he's creating a cult. <laughs> when, you, when you're gathering people and you're doing like a set code of actions for everybody as well as trying to bring them into a certain belief system to only, um, uh, what's the word, only to benefit yourself or is only advantageous to yourself, <laughs> it's a very cult leader behavior. But yeah. besides the, you know, the followers, I would, I would hope that the, never mind. Oh, let me stop. I can't think I'm having, I can't say anything. Desi. Tristan, Andrew Tate's brother says the webcam girls lied to men online about school debt or family members needing help or just wanting to be with them. 
He even t- tells the Sunday Mirror the extra tips that the woman received on top of the $4 are a scam. They have men falling in love with them and giving three sob stories or false hope of relationship. And men are giving thousands of dollars. He says sometimes they start communicating by cell phone and it's not even the same girl texting them. It's other girls. It's just an, like a whole operation. And this right here, I'm more torn about. It's not technically a crime, but how do you feel about this? That, you know, they're pretty much scamming men online out of money. Mm, I mean, it's a scam is a scam. They, I mean, they do, they don't deserve to be scammed, but I'm more worried about the women being, uh, yeah, control. yeah, because you know, the men are choosing to communicate with the women, the woman online and you, you're not really seeing slash dating slash in a relationship with this person. So you can choose to believe that they're being genuine with that conversation, or you could really realize that this is a business because you had to put your card number in the fucking website. That, that's true. So yes, is the scam good? No. Um, is this scam the one I'm really worried about? No, I'm really worried about the exploitation of the girls. For, first and foremost, and then the guys who are falling into it knowing that possibly you're talking to women who are being exploited. So I don't know. But fuck the I mean fuck the brothers, honestly. It all rains down from them. <laughs> uh-huh. So now Andrew Tate has mastered making women do anything he wants. And he is going to sell it through the PhD program. PhD standing for Play a Haters degree. No, pimping house oh. degree. Oh fuck, I was close. That's because he's disrespectful. It's player haters all day. <laughs> he also has a few other programs talking about chess, body language, and probably his most famous one, Hustlers University. First of all, when people who look like they don't even use the word hustlers say hustlers, it's just like, ugh. <laughs> and now we are at the reason Andrew Tate has become so popular. He's a you- plant. You pay $50 for Hustlers University, where he gives bullshit advice on how to make money. Like, change how you view things. Instead of saying, I have to go to work, say, I get to go to work. And I mean, I've heard that so many times, and it's like, Andrew Tate says, it's like, oh my God, he's, he's right. Mm-hmm. Or if you want a business meeting and they tell you they can in a week, you say, no, we're do it tomorrow. Or he says, men shouldn't cook because it wastes time, and time is money, so preparing food is for poor people or women. Mm-hmm. But the true genius thing of Hustlers University is not his advice, but it's you can make money off of it. And the way you do this is you get an affiliated link to Hustlers University. So if people use your link to sign up to Andrew Tate's course, you get a little money. How do you get people to sign up for Hustlers University? Make little clips on him on TikTok, on YouTube, make them go viral. Now you have a stake in it, and now you're doing all the work. Andrew's always bragging how he went viral without having a TikTok. And it's because, because he made everybody else do the work for it. He created his own social marketing team and they exactly. paid to do it. These people are doing the work and they are pr- protecting their product, which this product just so happens to be Andrew Cobra Tate. By commenting on all his videos, saying the same things, downvoting people who talk bad about him. Because Sure, some are just fanboys that worship him, but that seems to be more impactful when there's money involved. 
And, and you and, know, the people at the top are probably maybe not even the big fanboys, fanatics. It's the people who know what how lucrative this the manosphere dumbass business is and how easily <laughs> these dumbass, ignorant ass, dumbass, stupid ass, illogical ass, ignorant ass, stupid ass people will fall into this mindset and will pay to do it. So they're like, hmm, I think a whole bunch of dumbasses are about to jump on this wave. Let me um let me help this man and I'm gonna make some money off of him. It's usually the smart people because even though Andrew Tate's a piece of shit, this is smart. He literally uh -huh. created his social media team and made them paid he and they paid him to do that. It's a pyramid scheme and he's at the very top. Oh, he's the very top. This is what Michael Scott wanted. <laughs> and these videos on TikTok are the better product. Little sound bites that are drawing people in. Hustler University is just the same thing, but longer videos. Yeah, first things first, anybody, influencer, YouTuber, Instagrammer, Twitch tour, anybody who is offering a quote unquote program, university, school, it's a scam. I don't care if they're your favorite. As soon as they make that announcement that they're going to come with some classes, it's a scam. It's a scam. Either they're doing so good that they want to make more money because they're being greedy or they're doing so bad that their last ditch effort is to create a school because these people are not experts in these fields. These people are not accredited, licensed, and they don't plan to be. And they know that they have such a, a following that if they decide to do it, people are going to jump on it. So they don't need to. They see that people would just like, oh, it's me on the, on the cover? All I got to do is say some bullshit lines and they'll pay $150, $300 a class. Uh -huh. And y'all fall into it every time. We need to start banning people who don't have licenses, degrees, or accreditations, or not even seeking to be certified in whatever they're doing from opening these types of businesses. I just think it's dangerous, but that's me. April 2022, Andrew and Tristan's Romanian home is raided. It was part of an investigation for human trafficking. The American embassy got involved because they were contacted saying a woman was being held there against their will. After going through his home, they find two women, one Romanian, one American. Andrew and Tristan are taken into custody, but soon released. Now here are where things get very murky. Okay. I've seen a lot of articles in Romanian that are translated into English. One said a woman had Andrew Tate's name tattooed on her arm, but I don't know how... You know, I don't know these Romanian newsletters or articles, how credible they are. And some things are just being lost in translation. You know, it's being translated by a doodle system. Yeah. Also, Andrew Tate has repeatedly bragged about being able to pay off the police there. And, you know, he moved there for the lots of rape laws. So Tristan claims the true story is a girl went over there for a party. Her boyfriend saw her on Instagram, got mad. So the girl lies, so she's being held against her will. Then she turns off the phone, boyfriend freaks out, goes to the embassy. And by the time police arrive, there were no women there, and they were released because the police know the women were lying. Girl. This is slightly different from what a spokesperson for the police said. They said two women were in the house, one being American, and the investigation is still open, but that's all they could say. <laughs> I feel like this again... 
enough plausible deniability for people to say that Andrew is not a trafficker. It just seems like there's too many of them. You know, if there's smoke, there's fire. And like, there's too many. I, I, yeah, I agree. There's too many stories, but I do think that this story is murky enough where, uh, unfortunately, I'm more inclined to believe uh, the Tate Tate side more than the woman, just because that does sound crazy. Like, I don't know. I mean, I mean, they were, if if the, the story with the whole woman and the boyfriend you were cheating uh, called and turned off your phone and then he contacted, I mean, the embassy did their job. They ran up in the house, they looked for some proof, and they arrested him when they thought they found it, and then they, I guess, released him based off not having enough proof. I don't know, though. The Romanian police went into their house. The police that... Andrew Tate has said before that he can pay off. Well, that's true. That's why I said I don't know. But it's it's weird. It's weird that I don't know. You're I, right. I forgot about the payoff part. Yeah, I saw another video where it was a it's in Romanian, so I honestly don't know what it says. But the translation that was given, it was saying that her daughter, who was the Romanian woman, was in college, and then these guys she thinks these guys are like tricking her into something but again i don't know how trustworthy that translation was or if it was even talking about that i mean someone could just post anything online and say it's a translation oh 100 percent. uh so yeah i i'm a little undecided on that one but i mean i still think this man is a creep and disgusting but all the other stories have like a lot more behind them i think this one's murky because you could believe that he paid off the police officers you could believe the police officers were doing their job and nothing happened you could believe that maybe these girls were there uh there for uh by their own free will but they still were victims of andrew's manipulation (laughs) so i don't know as far as all that but they didn't uncover up. Oh, damn, I don't know. He said pay off the police. See, that's why you can't fucking say you pay off the police like a dumb. Yeah. <laughs> now everybody thinks you are. Everybody thinks you're a fucking criminal and that you're a human, you're a human sex trafficker, and that y- you have a whole business dedicated to selling and shipping off women and uh, exposing them on camera. Like you, you, I mean, you he's painted himself in this corner. I would I'm not even gonna try to defend him. He did this to himself, so. You have to fight all these allegations off with fucking swords, knives, and uh, shields because you did this. You wanted to be this person, so you gotta. You shit in the bed. You might as well lay in it. Play it. I, like I it don't even been. know if he has to fight off these allegations because it seems like the people he's catering to, his audience, are just eating it up. What I mean is fight the allegations, as in you want to be known as this like big powerful man with these like strong ideals against women and uh for being uh a, a a man's man but at the same time you don't want to be known as a rapist as an abuser you just want to be known as like a real man who doesn't take shit from nobody and puts women in their place but you don't want to be known as a rapist criminal abuser trafficker that's what i mean He's fighting off those specific labels of allegations, but he's living and breathing in the um, the rhetoric that he brings up with, like, you know, being strong and telling people to do this and that and being uh, 
you know, alpha, I guess, because I don't know. Is that one of his things? Because in the manosphere, I know that they yeah, do that I mean, alpha. It's... Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alpha beta thing. Yes. I don't even know why I asked. I knew that. Yeah, such a yes. beta question. <laughs> such a female question. <laughs> That's a beta question. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Alpha's like us, no. You're right, you're right. I don't even know what I asked. But yeah, being that alpha male. So yeah, but he don't want to be an alpha rapist or alpha abuser, so sex trafficker. That's what he doesn't want to be. So we're kind of where we're at with Tate now. He's growing up. But here are some of his misogynistic takes. Mm-hmm. He believes women are property, being the father's property at first. And then when the father walks the daughter down the aisle, he's giving her to the husband. Yeah. And depending on who he's talking to or debating, he would be like, oh, women aren't property or women are property. Like, he just, he flips flops back and forth. Um, he believes if a woman wants to do an OnlyFans, she owes the man, she owes the man she is with money because she is, her, you know, the girl, his girl. It, he has said he doesn't let women go to the club or on vacation without him because men are going to try to get with her. And he always refers to them as cars. Like, if someone's trying to break into my car, I'm not going to let them in, even if I have good locks. Like, so, that's his justification. I mean, it, it it's stupid. He just says a whole bunch of stupid, uh, misogynistic, sexist shit. And sees what sticks, what people are vibing with, what dumbass incels will take to the information and, and, and it is what it is because, you know, I could sit there and groan and be like, oh, to every single thing that you uh-huh. said, but it's just ignorance is what it is. Honestly, you just saying a whole bunch of shit that I could flip and say about men. We know some simpy ass dog walking ass men who would do anything for a crumb for a crumb of coochie. So it's like you could say that about anybody and make it stick. But I mean, yeah. It's just all bullshit. What makes his worse is that he has all these um, allegations of being just a nasty-ass, dangerous-ass man. So you actually spewing this stuff out into the world via all the platforms you're able to be on to other men, specifically teenagers whose minds and brains are constantly growing and developing and taking and discarding so much information at their ages just it's just it's just pushing us into a bad dark place he because says, it's like they're going to take your words and then they see how you've lived your life and what you could have gotten away with and it just encourages and emboldens them to do stuff like that possibly yeah he says if he has a responsibility over women he has to have authority he then goes on to use an analogy comparing women to a child or a dog saying you can't be responsible for a dog or a child that doesn't obey you. And also, he probably just says things to get people mad because when people um, get mad and comment and watch, that's still good for them. Yeah. That's still engagement to them. Like us. Like like you. No. Why do you say like me? <laughs> it's, it's us, motherfucker. You brought me into this. Why <laughs> you say like me? It's us. We in this together. <laughs> what happened to what happened to you and you 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 unity? You and me in it together. Now I know people out there have 
traditional gender roles, but this takes it one step further. And it, I was told to cook my meals. It's <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of toxic to be spreading his info in a positive light. All these shows are having him on, and I don't know how I feel about it. Like to even debate him there when there is no winning. He gives an analogy on cars or dogs or something, and it's like we're never to agree or he just says it's my opinion. And the only good thing I guess a debate could do is make him look like an idiot. But, but there's still too many eyes on him. Yeah, I feel whoever's like whoever's audience. I feel like debating him is like saying his side has a point to even argue and it doesn't. I agree. I agree. It's it's showing that he could be valid as well as showing that hey, look at me saying all this stupid shit and I got this person to engage with me. If he gets you to engage with him, he's already won because he just wants the eyes. He wants the attention. That's all he does this for, is the money and the attention. I think why people love him is he says this outrageous stuff and people think that people that think that way are like, oh, fuck cancel culture. Take can say what he wants. He's rich. He's strong. He's alpha. But I think he's on his 14th minute of fame and, you know, better slow down, dummy. He's not hot. He's a Bernie match. Yeah, I think the best thing is not to engage or talk about these people. I mean, we're doing it to no, I, I think talking awareness. about is okay. No, I mean, talk about. Oh, sorry. Yes. Okay. Talk about these people, but not talk to these people. Yeah. As in um, acknowledge them. You could put a spotlight on who this person is and what they do. But as far as giving uh, more light to their videos and their platforms, I feel like if you're really against that person, the best thing to do is like fuck them up on the algorithms or whatever they're on. Like mute and block their names and accounts. Like uh, dislike the videos. Because these people, I think... I think it is like maybe 50 to 60% of uh, what they say they do believe, but the other 50 and 40% is them like literally just saying whatever to keep the attention, keep the engagement. Yeah. I I agree with you. I think it's like if someone would- Keep that money flowing, can't go broken. If someone would like shit in a grocery store, like in the aisle, Let's I've definitely shit. seen a video of that. Yeah, they shit in aisle 14. You don't <laughs> want to have an interview with the aisle 14. You don't want to put a spotlight on the shit in aisle 14. You want to say, hey, there's a shit in aisle 14. Let's address the problem. Let's clean it up. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get rid of the shit on aisle 14. <laughs> we don't have to make TikToks about him. We don't have to post about him. We clean it up. We get rid of it. Like, you can talk about, oh, my God, can you believe that shit that happened on aisle 14? But at the end of the day, just get rid of it. Yeah, everybody keeps looking at it. Soon y'all going to step in it, track it all through the goddamn store. If you leave that shit lying there, it's going to attract flies. And Clean then you tracked it through the store. It's still on the bottom of your shoe. You're shitty, stinky. You've walked to your car. It's in your car. It's in your house. Oh, my God. The bacteria has spread to your fucking family. They're ill and sick and in the fucking hospital. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm and also, I feel analogy. like what we're, what we're doing is different than what people are doing that platform him because we're also discussing how he got to this point. Are we? 
I'm yeah, just I gave you a history <laughs> of his life. <laughs> uh, we're part of the fucking problem, is what I'm fucking saying. And Not this me, fucking a beta show like you is. is a, you know what? <laughs> I'm a fucking a female. You don't even classify. I'm a fucking goddamn dragon. I don't know what 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 that is on the hierarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the goddamn dragon from Shrek trying to get Donkey to love me. That is. Every time, like, you know, they're like, oh, Alpha's the top. And it's like, where have you heard of Sigma? Like, there's a new thing in town. And Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I love the fraternity Sigma Beta Alpha. <laughs> there's, like, all all these different things of how to classify a man. It's just, like, just just do what you want, dude. Like, you don't have to worry about Alphas do this or don't do that. Mm-hmm. Be who you want to be. You can fix your nose if he says so. <laughs> <laughs> Side note, because you brought it up. Bro. We do like to end every episode. No, <laughs> no I hate you. <laughs> Unpretty. I loved the song. Unpretty. We're saving for the media. No, but it's not my media. I couldn't watch the video because, for some reason. Chili looking at that breast augmentation implant scared the fuck out of me, so I couldn't watch the video anymore. I thought they took that woman's nipple off. It scared me. <laughs> so I never watched the video again after the second time. Just had to put that in. We do like to end every episode on a positive note with talking about... What, what do we like to do? Huh? On a positive note with some form of enough. media we want to discuss, talk about, or explain... And I guess mine this week. Oh, you're not even going to ask me if I wanted to go first. No. You know what? You're being real disrespectful. You What What the fuck? You've been taking <laughs> lessons from Andrew Tate? What the fuck? I, I just, it? I've been listening to Andrew Tate for two weeks now. <laughs> God damn. Okay. That's why we didn't record last week. He was at a fucking Andrew Tate seminar. <laughs> <laughs> getting direct help from the fucking... <laughs> Pyramid the top G. cult leader himself, the alpha wolf vampire himself. I just want to talk about the song Unpretty because I brought it up. Of course. But that's what I kept thinking of this episode was that damn song, which I don't think like it's enough credit, you know, because you got scrubs and so <laughs> and waterfalls. Like, they have, you know, great songs. But I think I'm pretty it's up there, too, and I just kept thinking if these women did not feel so unpretty, oh, maybe damn, they would be webcams. But, yeah, I was watching the video and I was actually looking at some of the background on the video and... There's two videos. There's like the edited down one, and then there's the one that has like where it shows the implant being taken out. I know. I thought they took her that nipple off. Well, <laughs> I I forgot about that version where they show it, and I always forgot like, oh, what what were they doing? I was like, girl, I'm gonna just <laughs> listen to the song on the radio. I ain't watching this on TRL no more. Yeah, they said that that was like too much. They had to censor it. You can buy all the makeup, the makeup, you can okay. Find out who am I? Oh, 
Bam, but this is the magma. Fail, so. Do you remember that reality show where it was like they were looking for their third member or something? You know, you know, I was watching the trash reality TV. Of course I saw that. I forgot about that until that was, I was like, she could not make it in that band. It was, it was a, it was a good reality TV premise, but that was never going to fucking work out. No offense. <laughs> it was TLC. It, they, and I get it. You, you were three. You kind of want to feel it, but no, they kind of should have just went on as a legacy act, like they ended up doing eventually, and just being T. Boz and Chili. There, yeah, y'all should have never even thought that that was gonna happen. Because then did. it's just like, bitch, you're not. There's no. It didn't even matter if they would have found Nicki Minaj and put her in the group. Nobody would have been Lisa. No, no. Yeah, that was weird that they did that. But I did like the other reality show, like that Chili had, right? She had like a dating show. Now she had, yeah, she had a dating show, and then she had like a reality all about her life show. Yeah, I didn't watch that because I liked Chili, but I don't know if I liked her enough to really like delve into her life. Most of the celebrity reality shows I never watched. Ti, um. I people. loved T.I. and Tiny when it first came out. It was more like, I like to watch unfamous people do reality TV shows, and then once they became too famous, I was, like, not interested. T.I. and Tiny, I remember when that show first came out, I really loved it. And then, like, I forgot about them, and then, like, years later, they became these weirdos online, and I, I've never really looked on looked into them because I was always like, I'm just going to preserve that image in my mind. Yeah, I thought about doing an episode. Um, still slightly undecided, but I if I do, it's not anytime soon. But yeah, yeah. Do you have well, any more? Oh, oh, yes, my turn. <laughs> I don't know what my media is. I, I thought I had one, and then I I changed it. So the Beyonce album came out. It's too soon. I know I don't have a favorite. Uh, I am in the middle of listening. I have only gotten into eight tracks, but it's still great. And I was uh, so glad slash surprised to learn that this was going to be like a three act album of sorts, like three different albums, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, but what really makes me happy is that it's Beyonce doing this because if you are not familiar, if you're not in the R&B scene, Maxwell, <laughs> Maxwell once upon a time said he was going to do a three album, uh, three act rollout of his albums. And let me look just to make sure I ain't talking about this man unjustly. We have only gotten two out of three. You got black summer's night with the black being front in 2009 and then you have black summer's night with summers being the top uh word in 2016 and that is it <laughs> so if beyonce's doing it we're gonna actually get all three albums i'm curious to know the phases and <clears throat> the different themes in each one especially since she said she did all these um, at the same time within a three-year period. So I'm very interested in that. I'll, I'll just let that be my media. Oh, uh, I was with, I hung out with my sister. I hung out with Trisha today. No, that was yesterday. 
And um, I was telling her what so we were talking about, what songs we were listening to lately. So I'll just tell you the top two or three songs I've been listening to lately, which are 911 by Wyclef Jean and Mary J. Blige. For some I love reason, that song. I, I love it too. I, I was reminded about it on the highway and I was like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta re add that. And then I've been listening to Meet Me Halfway by the Black Eyed Peas, which is the best Black Eyed Peas song, period. I won't even take like another answer as an answer because I jokingly say my humps, but that's because it makes me laugh and I make fun of it. But truly, Meet Me Halfway is the best song the Black Eyed Peas have ever made. Maybe Where Is The Love if you want to be like commercial, but low-key, I ain't fucking with that because it's got just um, and the last one is ironically, um, uh, a young boy, uh, a NBA young boy song called Permanent Scar. I recently just got into young boy, uh, not really, but I just heard some songs by him and I downloaded them and Permanent Scar was the best song out of all of them. Love it. So, and that's your daily news. <laughs> I do have an email from an unofficial member of our podcast, Trisha. Oh my God. Read it. <laughs> Read it, please. What does she say? She says, hello, moderately good looking people. I love everything about this podcast. Thank Wait, you she should have said you were moderately. I was extraordinarily like, I'm that bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see if we appear next week. <laughs> okay. I, love, I love everything about the podcast. Thank you personally for bringing me such joy. This past week, I spent time listening to the Take Care album by Drake. Thanks so much for the suggestion, Jose. I don't want to steal your media, so my media for the week is Dateline. I am a true crime fan, and hearing the bizarre deaths of people really helped me be grateful for my life. Clearly, it's always the husband. Have a have a wonderful night recording and a great weekend. Beta you said have a pop. fuck what? <laughs> have a wonderful night recording. Oh, okay. It is always the husband, and it, except for when it's the daughter <laughs> or the wife. I was just about to say that would happen. <laughs> but, but that is our episode. Thank you so much, Trisha, for writing in, and I wouldn't be mad if we got a weekly update for her from her. Don't say that. You know she'll do it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it would be nice, though. Um, if you want to reach out to us and give us your media that we can read, that's SaveYourSorry at gmail.com, spelled just like the podcast. Our Instagram, SaveYourSorry, spelled just like the podcast. Our Twitter, SaveYourSorry, not spelled like the podcast. The your is spelled you are. And please leave us a rating. Please leave us a review. Please leave us a rating. Please leave us a review. Please leave us a review. Okay? Don't be just putting the stars. Give us some work. <laughs> we be talking shit. You could talk shit too, but I, I don't I don't want to see no just the stars. I want to see some full-fledged vocabulary. Okay. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Bye. See ya.